0: down doom good afternoon everybody welcome it is life's a drag here in on a beautiful Wednesday afternoon and all the podcasts around the world are doing their thing and we figured we'd get back in it and get a full report on what's happened the past couple weeks here uh, in our world our life and uh, as always Jason Galvin needed to take a phone call way too close to the show so he is uh traveling right now he will be in his car so as always his wi-fi will be stinky it'll be terrible but we'll figure that out uh but he's uh he's on the road he's going to bowling green and uh then he'll be going to indianapolis where (laughs) as you can see my background that's where we'll be next weekend not this weekend but next weekend but uh I figured we'd have a fun little show today, kind of recap the last couple races and uh, kind of give you uh, life on the road. And uh, we do so with one of our favorite people. Um, he uh, he is now, he has since left us. He is Mr. TV. Um, he's become a major Hollywood star. He's shaking his head in the background, which he knows he has. He's uh, gone Hollywood, ladies and gentlemen. He's a TV star and a, and a big, big, big TV star. I probably should have introduced him as fox sports tv zone wfo joe costello there he is what's up joe costello come on joe hello
1: hello hello hello. how are you
0: you're the pod father man you should good day to
1: you sir You
0: you should know you're supposed to start with the microphone on
1: joe i know i didn't know that i had turned it off then again, I don't even have a drink in here either. I'm very unprepared for this. I,
0: I've it, got, like, that much water. You can't even see it with the green screen. Your,
1: your intro really got me excited and also disappointed. Like, I wonder if I will retain the opportunity I have after that.
0: You will. Come on. Listen, you got to put it out there in the in the atmosphere. If you say it enough times, it becomes real, and then they just
1: have to make you that way. That's true. It's not a lie if you believe it. So... Let's go with it. No, I've been doing a lot more. I'm excited. I love it. You know that. I'm telling you, like, this is a totally different thing that I've done, and I enjoy it. It's been fun. Where's Galvin? What's this guy doing? I
0: I don't know. But here's the deal. I would tell everybody, wow, your background looks amazing. But everybody on our show listens to your show, WFO uh, Radio. Joe, tell us about your life. I mean, I want to know. I mean, I know, but, you know, for everybody who's in here uh you know let them know how you got started in a uh, radio and podcast broadcasting
1: wow that's as, awesome
0: as ali says not only do your tvs own but you do have the best hair in drag racing ali bland boom
1: yeah i said i still say tony shortall but i accept being in the conversation thank you for that you by know- the way
0: by the way let's let's give it back up to ali i'm glad ali's feeling better she had a minor incident uh in it's Topeka that uh, we missed Allie for the that race, and uh, I'm glad she's feeling better.
1: Well, and I'm glad that we broke the streak because we lost Galvin in Sonoma. Right. And he uh, poorly hydrated, and then we lost Allie in Topeka, and we yes. was starting to run with it a little bit, like maybe it was me, or maybe it was you, or it was yeah. definitely one of us. Uh, and then we go to Brainerd, and to my knowledge, everyone is okay, and nobody got Every- it.
0: Everyone's good. All right, so back to you, Joe. Tell us how you got your start.
1: Well, first of all, thank you for the opportunity. I appreciate it. I know that there's a lot of different listeners and viewers out there, so if I can pick up one, that would be great. I'm a talk radio guy, man. Like back in the day, from the time I was a kid, you got to think – AM talk radio was a big thing. And I listened to talk radio. You know, a lot of people would say Stern, you know, Howard Stern, right? Like there's a good example. Howard Stern is a perfect example, but here in South Florida, where I live Miami area, we have a very rich history of talk radio. We had a lot of great local stuff. And even across the state, some might remember Ron and Ron, the Ron and Ron radio network. They were great. Ron Bennington, Ron Diaz, Fez Watley, like a character driven entertainment-based talk radio that is not necessarily about one specific subject. It's more about a cast of characters and how they interact with the news that's coming at them each day. And they're like your friends and your family and you turn you turn them on every single day and you, you're up on what they're doing. It was before social media and before mobile devices. It was really the first social media talk radio. Now, I liked music, of course, but they never really played the music that I liked on the radio anyway. And so I would always go to talk. And uh, I was a bracket racer. And I got a job through one of my fellow racers, who was the head engineer at a radio station. So I got in as a board operator. And uh, the rest is history. And here I am.
0: As they say, is history. Yep. Well, you're doing a fantastic job, uh, Joe, doing everything you're doing. I Like I said this year, you have gotten better and better and better. I, do you stand in like, front of a mirror and practice these things? Or do you talk to your cats like, you know, oh, you call races when the cats are running around the house? What's going okay, on? Okay,
1: I don't know. I will be very honest with you because you've invited me on here. Uh, the answer is no.
0: You're just good.
1: No, the answer is I think about it and I do talk aloud to myself sometimes when I'm trying to communicate something or figure out the right way to communicate. But am I standing in the mirror practicing? No, I'm not that doing that. But I, yes, I think about how to do a better job, believe it or not, shocker. Just like a racer goes to work to be better at racing and they think, like Justin Ashley visualizes every run and he makes thousands and thousands of runs all the advice that applies to being a successful driver also applies to our stuff. And so when I hear it, I think about it. And if I like it, I use it and uh, I apply it to what we're doing.
0: So you're saying basically just don't go out there and uh, just, you know, go with the flow wing it. You got, you, you have to put the work in and you obviously have Joe.
1: Thank you for saying that. Uh, Not necessarily though. Sometimes winging it can be fun and there has to be a great balance between having fun and doing your job. And uh, especially when your job is to make sure other people have fun, which ours is right. Like I, uh, I
0: I'm, I'm constantly listening very to music.
1: serious interview, by the way, this is why well, like, oh, is I that what you're trying, do? you're trying to do? You trying to do the make me How's Walters?
0: How's your relationship with your parents, Joe? Talk about that.
1: Oh man. You know, <laughs> this is a real sore spot with me because throughout my life, it has been a problem that, other people tend to hate me because I have a perfect relationship with my parents. They, they hate great, you for that. No, yeah. I've run into so many people that uh just can't stand the fact that I have a perfect relationship with my wonderful parents. And I so, have a
0: great relationship with my mom. And you know, my parents, my dad just passed away, but up until you know he passed away. Yeah, I was like the the golden child in my house. I mean there's so
1: many that don't though, and those I don't people, get that. Think of all the movies, though, the parents, you know, and the the dad is jealous of the son and he doesn't want him to be successful. And there's thousands of examples in literature and movies of poor relationships between dads and sons and parents. And that ain't me. I have a great relationship. It's awesome. And I stopped telling people about it years ago because it pissed people off. Oh, you with your perfect relationship with your parents. (laughs) Why okay. do people hate don't brag about that? Okay. yeah
0: Why did people hate? I mean, I could get, oh yeah, Joe's got this great job. He gets to talk about drag racing all the time. But yeah, hating on you because you like your parents.
1: I don't understand. I get well, you know, I don't know. I get uh can we just
0: chalk it up to people suck? Can we just do that? Oh yeah. Okay, cool.
1: Definitely. We can it. chalk it up to that.
0: By the way, you're you're definitely one of the more positive people at the racetrack Joe. And uh we like that about you. Uh if you because I'll bring I'll try to bring some uh I'll bring a cloud of darkness around every once in a while. But uh you keep it positive, man. You you're the guy that keeps everything moving and shaking.
1: Like a Jack Russell Terrier?
0: Yeah, you're a Jack Russell Terrier. You're like pouncing around. Hey, let's I go. heard that. Let's do I... this. Yeah. Well, all right, so let's 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 talk about
1: why be negative about yeah. anything when you're at a drag race. You know, you're not in a ditch. You're not digging a ditch. Okay. You're not, uh, you know, fighting for your life. You're not in a cubicle like office space. You're at a drag race. There are people all over the world that would, whether they know what you're going through behind the scenes or not, because, you know, your job is totally misunderstood, as is mine. Oh, it's so good. It's oh, you get to do these. and Yes, we do. But it's still a job. It's and a we're job. Still, we're still being judged on our performance. And there right. are people who get pissed off and... It's not uh, all roses. It's work. It's work. And it's work. But I'm coming in with a positive attitude. I, I can be knocked off course, though. I've been negative a few times.
0: Yeah, but not not a lot. Not a lot. Like
1: right That's- now, I'm pretty negative. Where my nest is telling me my air conditioner is offline. Things went south real quick right here.
0: It's going to get hot. How hot is it right there?
1: Right now. Right now. The outside beautiful. temperature is 90 degrees. Oof.
0: Yeah, it's not too bad.
1: Yeah. So what the heck is going on, Nest?
0: I know. All right. So he's here. He's off the phone. He's in a car. So this is going to be a good shot. Here we go. Jason yeah. Galvin. He's a driver. He just came. He just, This is. he was there and he touched his phone. Now he's not there.
1: The hallmark okay. of the Life's a Drag show, one of which is Galvin's Unstable Internet. We're it's back. just part of the yes. show. Look at him. Jason hey, Galvin, where are you? Where
2: are you we're driving today, okay? It's not my fault if it's unstable. It wasn't unstable.
0: Where are you driving from and going to?
2: I'm driving from the great Indianapolis regional airport to Bowling Green, Kentucky. Everybody's favorite place.
1: I don't oh, even yeah. feel comfortable with this guy driving. Like, he's driving, you're, you know, what kind of uh, well, what are a Well, one of the things rover. I'm, I'm looking at this a straight
2: road for 105 miles.
0: All right. Oh, so nice. look at this. So one of the things that we all do. So we obviously are three of the uh, track, uh, you know, uh, personalities. These two call themselves announcers. I'm a, just a personality, I guess, whatever you want to call it. But we all. Uh, <laughs> I don't
1: know if I say I say announcer slash reporter.
0: Okay, whenever, so you're announcer. I'm
1: prompted, just to try to uh, make it sound bigger, bigger than it is.
0: Well, I don't know. I, I, in Topeka, I think I walked in and I was the last one after you did your uh, jet car stuff. And I was the last one in the tower, and Austin was there, who was a guest on our show. Yep. And he goes, "I said, am I the last announcer here?" And he goes, <laughs> "Announcer? Wait till I tell the guys." <laughs>
1: I was like, Not I don't he called, he texted us immediately. Yeah, he, he burned John. He the- did. I love Austin. He He's a good guy, and he did. He was he was very proud of his. Uh, his yeah, wit.
0: He, he was good with that. By so, the way, we also
1: by the way, oh, Joe okay.
2: had Joe had to get back to the hotel and get some rest because his fire performance. Friday night in Topeka was like world class. It I mean,
1: was. he brought
0: everything
2: to that one, so he needed he needed to calm the voice.
1: That's true.
0: Yeah, you did. So, but one of the things we do is, uh, so we all get our own vehicles. We there's no ride sharing there. We don't get no car, and uh, we all like compare which kind of rental car we get. And uh, some yeah. weeks I win. Joe wins a bunch. Galvin wins a bunch. Jason Galvin. I'm seeing paddle shifters right there. What kind of vehicle did you get from the Indianapolis ah. Regional Airport?
2: Uh, I am in a, uh, I'm in a 2023 uh, Jeep Grand Cherokee 4x4.
0: Nice. That's what I had this past weekend. That's a nice, that's a nice little ride. Yeah, I had to wait when
2: I got it's to fun. the airport. It is nice. First time I've had one. When I got to the airport, there were seven minivans and not another car in sight. And so I lodged a protest
0: and waited. As you should, as you yeah, should. I
1: agree. I agree
0: um all right so yeah, let's get into. In. So, it you can't
1: show up in a minivan to a drag race you just can't
0: I've done it. <laughs> no no yeah i know you have
1: yeah you can't i show
0: up i show up in whatever is available because i am not picky wink wink right. um so let's get into this let's talk about all right so do we even want to talk about topeka let's just talk about how hot it was in topeka
1: whoa, whoa is this the, your first show since topeka
0: yeah
2: yeah, because yeah, because of this, because you know, I, ha- I had this stupid injury deal, which is why I was late to the show today too. We had a show last w- yeah, exactly. Yeah. We had a show last week that we had to we had to eighty six at the last minute because I had to go uh, see a specialist who was very nice on the phone just now, by the way. So you
1: know. did you get did, easy... did,
0: did you get good news? So they have to amputate?
2: <laughs> I Not to amputate. There's, look, there's, I'll just put it this way: there's a decent chance I'm going to show up to Reading with a cast on my hand, and I'll leave it.
0: Ooh,
2: yeah, but hey, you I have got a questions. two millimeter tear of the ulnar collateral ligament, but it's kind of un, uh it's hard to tell in the MRI if it's a full or a partial okay, tear. So there, yeah.
1: there was a question last night on my uh, WFO ignition podcast, because believe it or not, I talk about what's going on uh, in our little universe and everybody saw your your wound. And they wanted yep. to know look, what happened to you. And I tried to characterize it as you saving your son from a car door that was going to slam on him. Is that that's how I remember it. What is the real?
2: <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with your story. Your story sounds better.
1: Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what, yeah. what else could yeah, it possibly be? Lifting a car yeah. off a child, a heavy car. Yeah.
2: Look, um, I had it was it. Look, uh, my wife drives. A, my wife drives a Traverse and I had to. I had to physically pick it up, and when I got it over my head, I had to reach and grab my kid, and so then I was holding it one handed, and the thumb just—it just snapped. And you big know, big. it's one of those things. You know,
1: makes sense. Even Mr., by the way, even
2: Mister Incredible has his has his
0: magic. By the way, Joe Costello is the king of hyperbole. By the way, everything is the world's greatest. I mean, that story yeah. that Jason Galvin—you know, just told about Jason. I mean, he was being superhero right there. Kid was dying, going to fall out the car, and it just makes it bigger <laughs> than anything. I'm, at forty miles an hour, I'm a, yeah. I'm a fairly hyperbolic person myself.
2: <laughs> it's probably why like Joe and I get along so well. What was the yeah, real so.
1: story? Just give it to us—the real 10-second version of it.
2: Uh, had 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 the car door fully extended. Was holding it like you know straight out with my thumb, like kind of like the it's at right now. With the door kind of where the black thing is, it's supporting my thumb and uh, and my kid. Went to get out of the car. Uh, he saw a bug. He screamed. I didn't know what he was screaming for. He jumped out. I jumped to turn and grab him because I wasn't sure if we were getting mugged. He was getting kidnapped. We were getting hit by a car. So I like panicked, startled, jumped, turned, and all my weight was into the thumb, which went into the car door, which w- was fully extended and had no give, and that was
1: the end of it. Yeah, my so, version. You know, the, your, the, the, version better, your version way better. Your version. Your version
2: is better, yeah. but but um but at least my heart was in the right place, right? It like was. My heart was in the place of your version, to where if I needed to save my
1: kid, I would have. Well, that's and that's where I think
0: sacrificed. I got my yeah, exactly. uh, it's so exactly. great. Kids are the worst. I have four of them, and they're crazy.
2: Have have kids, they said.
0: Yeah, they it'll be said. great. They said it'll be awesome. Yeah. All right. He so- asked me yesterday. He asked, okay. he asked me
2: last night before I put him to bed. He goes, "Daddy, when you get back from driving the race car, if you have to have surgery, can I come?" And I went, yeah, "Yeah, if you want to." Why do you want to watch? He goes, "No, I just want the iPad." I went, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we got- at least he's honest.
0: I just want to play on the iPad while you while you get your right. thumb cut you off. Just- He never gets the iPad, but he got it when I was at
2: the doctor the first time because my wife was sleeping, so I had to take it.
0: And he was like, oh, this is fun. I got the iPad for an hour and a half.
2: So now he wants me to have the surgery so
0: that he can have the iPad.
1: Yeah. Addiction starts early.
0: The kid, hey, he's figured it out. All right, so let's talk Topeka. Good, bad race. What are we talking about? Topeka, did you enjoy yourself, Joe? Uh,
1: I liked it. It was it was difficult. Yeah. It was physically strenuous and difficult. It was hot, but not as hot as the previous year, which was maybe one of the hottest experiences I've ever had. Ever. Uh, speaking of hyperbole, Jason Logan may recall me crawling under the winner's stage just to uh, you know cut the sun like by ten percent because it's a metal grate. Uh, it was that difficult this year. We didn't have that this year. We had the unfortunate uh, circumstance with Ali, which just kind of shuffled the deck and everybody had different responsibilities but we got through it just fine and uh with in spite of missing alley of course but we handled it and we got we got out of there and it was good and the fans were good and they were so nice and we had that maybe it's the last race or maybe it's not kind of vibe i certainly hope not um but there is that flying h motorsports park that's right down the road 100 miles away And uh, I recently posted a video, which I know you guys are promoting heavily for everyone to see exactly what's going on there. And um, I'm excited.
0: What's the the viewership on that thing? Are we over over 15,000 now?
1: We're over 30,000. Oh, my. Yep. The Dragzine uh, website picked it up and a couple of other websites, I believe, picked it up. Uh, Some did not, which I was surprised that the people who did not pick up the first Ever exclusive tour of Flying Age Motorsports Park. You'd think when this, within this community, like everybody would have posted that, right? But they didn't, and uh, but DragZine did, and um, it's over. But Joe's not miles. bitter
0: about that, for the record.
1: I'm just floating it out there, man. It's just a statement of fact.
0: You know what? This guy Grant, he's from the uh, he's from the UK, and he always watch on .tv, and gotta say, love the banter and the crazy chats with you three and Alan. All right, Grant from the UK.
1: You know, I hear that all the time. Like guys, but- As much as information and vital statistics are important, the thing that keeps them coming back is the witty banter, chit chat, the back and forth, and the fun. Yeah, we 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 are pretty good at
0: that. Yeah, we got into that Brainerd a little bit. Uh, It was it was kind of fun. So, all right. So, uh, Jason, that was your first time to uh, Topeka. How how was? Yeah, I had a great time.
2: Topeka's awesome. I don't know what you guys are talking about. The hotel was nice. The Airport's beautiful. Um, You know, the weather was pretty good. You know, it was a little hot. You know, Sunday was nice once we got through the rain. It's cloudy,
1: pretty. So this guy He's is kind bar- of all of this right now. And I'm a little bitter at Jason Galvin for this, just because he never experienced old Topeka. He's only <laughs> experienced new Topeka. He never flew into the old airport from the 1950s with nothing, nowhere to be. He never experienced the, uh, you know, mildew smelling hotel that was now been beautifully redone just for his arrival he didn't experience any of those things um there's even new restaurants and nice things that we went to that uh you know blue moose or whatever it was called uh and he comes in and it's like yeah man this place is great what are you guys talking <laughs> <about>? <laughs>
0: nope. and oh by the way he didn't walk from the towers of the pits which Joe and I have done multiple times,
1: thousands of times. He like, is—he
0: commandeered a golf cart, and I don't know. He's just driving around like he's the mayor of freaking Topeka.
1: Well, the two—the two previous years, we did not have golf carts. This year, we did have a golf cart, and see there—there there you go. So, like, not bitter or anything, but no. Galvin, you caught the best Topeka year ever. Ever. Great new airport, new hotel, golf cart—not as hot as last year.
0: Finals at night. Oh, my God. How good were the finals at night? Finals at night. Oh, man. Look, who was it?
2: Somebody somebody proposed that we should run a race on a Saturday night after we did the Topeka finals. Was It, it might have been Tony Petricon on Loans' podcast.
1: Okay, well, that's not genius at all, and it's been discussed for the last 10, 15, 20 years everybody wants that that's something that is a common discussion because well, we haven't
2: had the conversation in a long time and I, know, I have. the
1: wfo universe hears about that all the time because they, okay. it's so obvious yeah. it's so obvious the reason that we you know we don't have that i i don't know why
0: yeah i don't i don't get that either because then i could sleep in on a Saturday, on a Sunday morning, and <laughs> yeah. Let's let's talk about the important things
1: here. I we can go to church. You have we been,
0: could yeah. worship our Lord and Savior uh, properly, not just you know before we race cars.
1: Here we go again.
0: <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm cool with staying up. All, you know, Jason, when you walk there.
2: into a church, they literally escort you right back out. No, they the don't. Car.
0: No, they don't. Let me tell you something, Jason Galvin. Jesus hung with the sinners saying right, <laughs> am i right ally bland am i right ally bland hallelujah Jesus was
1: out there at Brainerd, and this is a perfect segue opportunity yes
0: yes jesus was out there and by the way i can't believe i didn't get a picture of uh jesus uh drag racing jesus but there was drag racing jesus and drag racing yeti and yeti jr yeah so look yeah, yeah. let's get into it so so uh Bra- yeti's Brainerd. had a uh, weird obsession with joe costello they did what was that I all about that. though
1: they're, yeah. they're listeners, they're long-time drag racing fans, and I think they understand that I appreciate what they're trying to accomplish with the Yeti costume.
0: What are they trying to accomplish?
1: They're they're making a name for themselves in drag racing, right? Like, every sport has got to have its crazy fans. Not everybody can just be sitting there watching. You've got to have some people over the top, like the guy who is Darth Raider, right? Like, you don't okay. want to be him, but somebody's got to yeah, yeah, be yeah, yeah,
0: okay, fair. And to go so, back to church, yeah, the fair. John 316 guy with the rainbow wig, right?
1: There's got to be those people, otherwise, you're not in a real sport. And this guy wears a Yeti yeah, suit, fair. and he's our, our crazy over the top fan with his Yeti suit. That's all. Yeah. And I get it. I the get
2: 49ers it. The, look, the, the, the 49ers have a, a guy who I swear looks homeless, uh, who <laughs> plays a banjo and he walks around bad. in jean overall, jean overalls with a banjo and otherwise looks homeless and he's at every 49er game. So Joe makes
1: every point. team has got money. that guy. We have got the fins up guys and we got, there's a whole bunch of them. Every team. We sports. used to have the
2: guy. We used to have the guy who, uh, and I, I never knew him. So I, I, forgive me on this. I understand he passed away, but I remember when I growing up at Pomona, my entire life was the guy who had the, the big uh, cowboy hat with the supercharger on top of it. That guy was awesome. Yeah. Well, that guy'd be on the fence at Pomona you know? for every race.
1: The guy with the Patches jacket from Bristol, we got him. We got a bunch of fans. There's Drag Race Jesus, and there's the Yeti. The guy with the big helmets was there, and he was actually bummed out. He said that he did helmets two years ago, and he didn't make the TV show, and so he was disappointed, and he didn't bring his helmets back. And, of course, I excoriated him for being a quitter. That is not acceptable just because (laughs) you don't get on this show. I agree. (laughs) It's not just about TV, sir right wear your helmet bring it
0: and the guy zach says sonoma has a group of guys that wear the american flag singlets every year so yeah yes. no, i get that okay there was a guy in, well, I remember uh, that. in phoenix that uh used to have a big sombrero that was like like it was the size of a uh, like a dinner table it was the biggest thing and you always hold up a, a picture of cruise
1: so that's one of the things that's wrong with drag racing is that the fans don't just go all out. Like the big giant heads that you see. A couple of years ago, people were bringing big heads. There was a Cruz Pedregon head, and there were a couple of big heads floating around there in the stands. And I get it. People don't want to block people's view behind them. And so they're actually being polite. That's great. But you got to show that this sport is over the top. That's why there are signs. People need to bring signs. You know, Jason Galvin greater than the nature boy. Stuff like that. (laughs) Woo!
0: That's yep. right. Jim
1: can Essex you says on the inside. Why you gotta go there, Jim? Because like he's the, just the, living life. Know. He understands I'm not,
2: I'm not gonna lie. I had that thought at one point looking at them on
1: Sunday. Oh, and I get yeah. mad at him when he takes the mask off. It's like you're not were allowed you, to take the yeah, yeti. You, mask off. you,
0: <laughs> you were Three yelling at that kid Yeah, you were yelling at that kid during the winter circle.
1: Don't yeah, take the was. mask off, kid. Don't take the mask. If you're gonna go, you gotta commit to the bit.
0: Right that's the problem you know and that's the problem like when i dj weddings and all of a sudden they're like oh my god we're gonna have a big group like bridal party dance and it's gonna be great we're gonna start off slow and then we're gonna turn on like some like gangnam style and, and they have some predetermined dance that they do and then half the the guys at the bridal party don't do it and it looks dumb i'm like if you're gonna do it you have to buy into it and do the whole dance yep Pretty so, much. So, Jason Galvin, Brainerd was your first. Uh, this was your first time at Brainerd for a drag race. How did you like Brainerd? I loved Brainerd. That quickly
2: became one of my favorite races on the tour. And the zoo didn't even have anything to do with it. Like the zoo was great. It was very cool. Um, but like, I just loved the event. The people were very nice. The crowd was really into it. Um, I liked that whole area. I don't know. It was nice, pretty. I'm a big water guy, so I like having the lakes nearby. I thoroughly enjoyed our dinner Thursday night out
0: there uh by the water and uh right i'm a big fan yep so then so big, let's big look at some... i found like my let's favorite look...
2: beer in the world i gotta figure out how to ship more of that
0: to us oh that was good that beer that co- coffee beer you brought yeah the coffee coffee
2: blonde ales
0: yeah that was good phenomenal so beer. let's look at some photos that joe costello might have been in and might have taken all of them because he's our resident shutterbug so here's here's gull lake where we went and had dinner on thursday night
1: i couldn't have taken that one
0: nope you were in that one but we we got that one uh nicole erickson uh, how did you get that one i asked kurt to text it to us and he never texted Oh, what us. we we had this nicole erickson clark said that this is uh this is our new band uh cover our our, our album cover <laughs> i saw that yeah
1: i love the yeah, seagull remnants all over the dock uh, they do a pretty good job of very nice, though. Very beautiful place. Like, I'd love to get on a boat and go cruise around out there. One,
0: Which we're going to do next year, Joe. We're going to get in early. Next early. year. What we're planning it? that, yeah. We're going on Gull Lake. Then, uh, and then this is the night before we went out there, before the zoo. And as you can see, we're all wearing our fire t-shirts. Look that was that. very
1: greatly appreciated. There's a lot going on in this photograph. First yeah. of all, and most importantly, my first ever Culver's experience. Yes. I had never been to Culver's. I'm willing to talk about that if you'd like.
0: I would but love it. That's where we were going next, Joe. Talk each about of your the Culver's. people
1: in this photograph, I consider a friend and very good at their job and part of the NHRA team. And as a way of, uh, you know, recognizing their talent and ability, but also promoting my own thing. I've given them all a shirt and they somehow colluded to wear them all into the zoo. I thought it was great. You guys really surprised me. It was awesome. And I loved it.
0: Yeah, it was great. No, but let's talk about Culver's. Okay. Okay. You've never been to Culver's. I thought for sure you had been to Culver's and I don't know why I thought that, but talk about your Culver's experience, Joe.
1: Okay. So what, what makes this significant is that we pass a lot of Culver's and it just, we lost Galvin. It doesn't, come across as appetizing to me like the name culvers the logo none of it is triggering my subconscious hunger it sounds good it none of it it just doesn't sound appetizing to me you know there's a lot of science and research that go into like the mcdonald's and the colors and and culvers has taken advantage of none of it (laughs) so they're building a Culver's right near my house, like five minutes away. And it's like, oh my God, this is the first Culver's anywhere near me. And I've been interested to go to this Culver's. All right. It's right near my house. I'm going to try it out. It's so close to home. And then we were in a little bit of a desperation time trying to get some sort of food rapidly before we went out into the zoo. And so the idea of going to Culver's popped up. And I thought, I really wanted my first Culvers experience to be at the one near my house but maybe it's better to have it in its natural environment Minnesota Wisconsin right, right. Culvers
0: yes yeah. so we burgers
1: we went in there to Culvers and uh, you know I had a big debate between the butter burger, the double bacon cheeseburger or the northern cod oh, sandwich gosh.
0: by the way northern the cod. northern you you're hating on the northern Cod sandwich the northern Cod sandwich. Is fantastic there. It is one of the better fish sandwiches.
1: What's it made out of? God, Northern. You cod. Store, Northern how do cod. you know?
0: By the way, if you go, listen, the, the freshest thing you can get and the realest thing you can get at McDonald's is a filet of fish. The, that well, is real fish. In there. I I'm stopped just getting
1: the filet of fish when they got away from the blue styrofoam containers. Oh, that that was, was it. No blue styrofoam, no fish at McDonald's. What was that, like 1986? Yeah. yeah, it's an old reference.
0: Um, by the way, we're going to get Have you heard of the McDLT
1: DLT there, Jason? Oh, my
0: God. McDLT is amazing.
1: Hot, side, side, hot side, side cold side
0: cold. Right.
1: Exactly. So Culver's uh, was good. Burger was good. Cheese curds were good. I was, uh, was going to get French fries and they are like, get the cheese curds. And I did. And it was great. And if this is the experience, also they have desserts and various things, which I haven't tried yet. I will save that for home. Hopefully, South Florida doesn't ruin the Culver's experience like it has ruined so many other things, and uh, I'll actually have a good place to go very <laughs> close to my house.
0: By the way, no, the good. the best thing Culver's has done in the past ever that it's existed is they've gotten rid of Pepsi products and they brought in Coke products over the past year and a half, and that has been a game changer. Like I I I like Culver's food, but I would like I'm not going there. I always get root beer, but uh, but I'm not doing the Pepsi products. I'm not a Pepsi fan. What's wrong with root beer? No, root beer is good.
1: I, would I got get the, the root Culver's beer. root beer because they had their own branded root beer. So I went
0: yeah. with that. Yeah, and how was it? It was great. And you root got beer. cheese curds. By the way, in, in Minneapolis and just that whole Wisconsin, Minnesota area, cheese curds are a real thing. And we ate cheese curds at every meal. That we ate a lot of cheese curds.
1: That's yeah. what the scale said when I got home. <laughs> Whoa.
0: So that was good. But then, uh, so we got food and then we headed into the zoo. Oh, look at that. There we are at Camp Palette.
1: Oh, oh look at that there it is
0: we weren't uh it, the pallet was not uh high enough so kurt on his knee there decided he needed to add little wood to the fire like a typical pyromaniac he is and then uh and then we headed to the jaeger bar and Ooh, there we kurt. are that's kurt uh expressing joe how he feels about taking his picture number one he's number one <laughs> <laughs> and then our friend nikki Sheely, she found this nice lady
1: who is that nice lady there, Jason Logan?
0: Uh, that's Jackie Fink.
1: Frick. Oh, Jack good, Frick. good, good, good. good. <laughs> I knew it was Jackie. Just...
2: This is why we don't let Logan call the race, right? Nope. Every once in a while, Logan gets on and he's like, oh man, Logan doesn't sound bad. And then he calls her Jackie Fink,
1: and know, yeah, it's it's all right. Michael Heiner's <laughs> but, on there, guys. I hear <laughs> Sean's
2: gonna watch this and be like, Yeah, that might be accurate, you know.
0: <laughs> and there we are at our, our beautiful hotel. Hannah and Joe without the uh without the shirts, but that's okay because Hannah's going online. By the way, Hannah's going online, and uh, she's gonna purchase a uh, t shirt like you can. If you would like to get yourself a fire t-shirt, there oh it is. There's gosh, the website. you're putting
1: a link up there, definitely put that in the chat so they can click on it directly as opposed to typing down all yes. those letters. But, yes, wow, look at this. Jason Logan is actually promoting WFO swag. Thank you, Jason.
0: Because at some point in time, this show is going to have swag. Yeah. And uh, we will definitely be, you know, doing that. Well, if but, you uh, want,
1: like, honestly, if you want to uh, send me some of your artwork, we can just put it up in the WFO store. And you can get your gear there. Oh,
0: word. Oh, like okay. That.
1: Maybe yeah. We'll
0: do that. Maybe we'll do that. By the way, Galvin. All right, so Galvin. <laughs> so do, I do, sense you know. a, do I sense a WFO life to drag like
1: collaboration? Do, I don't know. do Do I that. sense one Jason one Galvin's places. microphone like falling off the earth? Yes, I do. Yeah. So Michael Heiner? Really? Heiner in the place.
0: Yep, Michael Heiner's here. By the way, let's see what Michael Heiner has to say. Nice camera angle. By the way, Michael Heiner was yelling at me on the on the starting line as Derek Kramer was coming up for the semifinals. and he's over there yelling, "Back in black, back in black!" Just screaming, <laughs> and I can hear him. But I'm like, I'm like, what did you say? I don't understand what you're saying. And in my head, I'm going, I've already played this nine times. And then Nikki Sheely texts me. She goes, "He wants back in black," and I was like, "You tell him he's not the boss of me, and I'll do what I want." That's how I feel about that.
1: I think you should do what Heiner asks you to.
0: I did. I played it.
1: <laughs> Have a good year, man, Michael Heiner and those guys are having a good year. They're right in the middle of the championship fight. That's they a, are that's indeed. exciting. Like if you like pro stock, they are. You could look at it in a couple of different ways. Like, hey, isn't it cool that you've got a shot to win the championship? Or don't screw this one up, Mitchell.
0: Right. Someone needs to play decent music. We'll have your kid come out there because his kid finds me quite entertaining. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, so so uh, Galvin, how did you feel about the zoo? Did it, did it live up to everything you thought it was going to live up to, or was it overhyped? Yeah, I don't know.
2: It was. Uh, it was. It was. It probably didn't live up to the hype, but also I was told by more than one person that we might have caught it on a on a down night a little bit, and um, and also our tour guide sucked ass like yeah he was terrible our tour guide was awful uh last time i let joe hire a tour guide for the record
1: okay the guy he put in charge
2: sucked
1: so first off who was in charge uh just so i understand it because we did have a couple of different issues the first and foremost was a massive disparity in the speed of our golf carts
0: well that wasn't (laughs) ours first off let's talk about the golf carts you got to have, you got to have, uh, all right, so in years past, and, and Galvin's talking about me being the uh, tour guide. In years past, you have to, they've, they've kicked people out of the zoo if they didn't have lights on their vehicles. If you bring in bottles of whatever, alcohol, they confiscate them right there at that little bandstand thing when you go over the uh, thing. Uh, and we get to the golf carts and the, 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 the lights, there's no taillights on our golf cart that Galvin and I were in. And we We're like, I go, dude. I, mean, I we don't get in trouble here. But again, I'm, it probably just because it's a down year. There wasn't a lot of people there, so they let everybody get in there. But I, but all of a sudden, as, soon as you put, put your foot on the gas, the front light came on. All right, so we're good there. But then Joe got in the slower golf cart, and Kurt Spittler decided he needed to drive this thing like this golf cart, like he stole it, and was just taken off. And, and so we had to, you know, we had to slow down, we had to stop and do everything like that. Not often. well. You know, maybe if I was driving, I could have found some things, but I got it's dark back there. It's been a year since I've been back there. We were trying to find judges and we couldn't find judges. We thought the the Jaeger bar was judges, and then we're like, No, that's not judges, and we're like, I have no
1: idea. But to be fair who's we
0: who's we? We is you in this entire conversation. uh, I'll take I'll take all the credit for it. I apologize that you didn't have as much fun as you should have. You sorry son of Yeah.
1: Jerk. Two things can be true at once, gentlemen. And here's the deal. It was a light year. We didn't get to hit some of the traditionally big and great bars. But we were in the right place at the right time to see a nitro-powered margarita mixer fire up. Yeah, that's, yes. true. that's true. And if we were on the other side of the zoo when that happened, we would have certainly felt like we missed something. And judging by the celebrity driver factor of those around us at said margarita mixer. Right. I feel like we were exactly where we needed to be. We swung by Camp Palette. Uh, I was presented a a wonderful beverage by uh, Nicole Waite. And they treated us like, uh, you know, like lifelong friends and family. Like, what's better than that? Where else are we going to go?
0: No, you didn't need to go anywhere. it It was a light
1: year, though, Galvin. Like, normally it's more people, more intense. And yes. you should have known. Jason should have driven you right to where I, we should have been.
2: I still had fun. I had a great time. It was a great night. You better have fun. We like, good. what's the not have we woke have up Monday morning and we didn't feel, like, tipped over.
0: Right. Yeah, and there's been many a, a year time. that I've left. There's yeah. been many a year that I've left Camp, Camp Pallet And I don't know how I got back to my hotel room.
1: There's uh, still a stain in the parking lot of the hotel we stay in. <laughs> from the stomach acid. Uh,
0: from uh, my well, partner, Pukey, It was a good
1: one. I witnessed that. In fairness, like there's, you know,
2: when, when we get back to Sonoma next year, there's still going to be a stain in the parking lot of three fat guys. So, you know, we, yeah, all, that's we all true our marks You got to
1: remember to stay hydrated, Jason Galvin. You got to remember to hydrate.
2: Yeah, I'm sure that was the problem.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was the problem. Was The hydration that, was the that, problem, show? That was the problem. That's it. You didn't hydrate yourself. You became uh, uh, dehydrated.
0: And Joe's trying to shove uh, espresso down his throat. But again, going back to the getting to the getting into uh, into the zoo, Joe, you were very up on. Uh, you were re- you were ready to go when you walked into Culver's. You're like, what am I going to get? I don't know what I'm going to get to eat. I've never been here before. What's going on? And the scene we created in Culver's, just trying to get food. Calvin comes in. He'll have this. He'll have that. Just eat it. No, get the cheeseburger. <laughs> What's the matter with you? But you were ready to go. You were like on a mission to get back to that zoo.
1: Absolutely. Well, you you had uh, you gotten annoyed that we were taking too long and that we weren't going to get in there until nine o'clock, and I take that seriously. And so I just you know we had to we had to go.
0: It was a We had to eat. You have to eat to before
1: you go in there, and we did, and it was great. And Culver's was great, and the staff was great. They actually cared about my opinion as a first timer, and uh, and it was all good. So the fireworks. The By end the, of the way, night, I actually
2: yeah. I actually thought we I actually thought we might have been in there a little early, so. You know, in, in the zoo, Like, you know, we could have been there 30 minutes later and it would have been fine.
0: So, yeah. Well, we also had somebody who didn't want to stick around for fireworks. We're not sticking around for fireworks. And sure enough, fireworks happened and we were in there for them.
1: Look, I am fortunate that I the first year I ever went into the zoo, uh, I stayed too long. I lost my phone. I went to Camp Pallet. Somebody called it. It was returned to me. Then the second year I went out in the zoo, that's when I coined the phrase, uh, don't be a zoosh, which is uh, this This couple of guys wanted to fight me and I had to like, you know, get out of it using my brain power, which I did. And- uh, Is that because yeah, they, didn't
0: like, they, don't like, they don't like fire? No, they- No, they don't like Joe's relationship with his parents. That's what's going that's on. That's what it was.
1: No, they, uh, the, 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 some at Camp Palette, some of the girls had asked me to take their photograph and I did with their camera. And you know, the zoosh was in the background, like, hey man, you took my picture on accident and you need to go delete that. And I'm like, what? And I gave him the old look over there, and then I disappeared into the crowd.
0: Hey, look over
1: there. Yeah.
0: Hey gonna, Shay,
1: look at that. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go delete it right now. I'll be back. That was it.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's been there's been plenty of fight that has happened in the zoo. Uh, plenty of No. Justice, plenty of
1: that, Racing that,
2: fans, drunk, fighting? No. The right. thing,
1: well, that, it definitely turned me around on the zoo, because I thought, this is great, everybody's nice, and then I realized, no, they're not. But the person who really put me on to the way to handle the zoo experience is known as the king of the zoo, as in Ron Caps. I went out there several years with he and Ron Tobler and observed the way that they handled the situation and just emulated it. You go out there, you hang out. When the fireworks happen, you watch them and you leave. That's it. That's Anything after the fireworks is not necessary. And so that's what we did. And it was perfect. So it was perfect. Mr. Caps, the king of the zoo.
0: By the way, um, are we really calling it the zoo anymore? Or are we going to call it the jungle? Like John Forrest called it. The
1: jungle. I thought, I thought about this. Awesome. I have spent time thinking about this. Okay, This is the kind of stuff that I'm thinking about when I'm just, uh, you know, at home. And. It's really hard to unbrand 40 years of the zoo.
0: Yeah. But John but, Force did it.
1: But the zoo is a bunch of animals in captivity, which is not what's going on out there.
0: No, it's not.
1: So I don't know, man. I think the jungle is more accurate of what we're dealing with out there. People that are wild and free, doing whatever the heck they want to do in free the moment.
0: Free range, baby. Free right. range.
1: Which is much more like the jungle. So I think force is onto it, and king of the zoo, Ron Cap's decreed it, and so it's up to Christie to rebrand it as the jungle in the zoo. It's going to be very tough. It's 40 years old, but nothing zoo about it. Nobody in cages and captivity, uh, people staring at them as they walk in circles. It's not what it is.
0: Did you like all my jungle music that I played?
1: I did, especially Morris Day and the time.
0: Yeah, jungle love, come on. (laughs) Good stuff. But Alan started talking over it and was like, come on, let me get to the the, Oh, we, oh, we put way too much thought into this for the record.
1: Speaking of Alan Reinhardt, how does John Forrest invite him to see a movie? And he's like, nah.
0: Yeah, but the movie, I wouldn't go see that movie with John I don't Forrest know, either. That's a good question.
1: I would definitely go see the Barbie movie if John Forrest asked me to go see the movie. It's got Margot Robbie. Robbie is super smoking hot, and uh, everything she's been in is typically great. There goes Galvin again.
0: He hates this conversation already.
1: And I would, I would have gone. Yeah, sure, John, I'll go see Barbie with you. That would have been a great story for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, the time me and Forrest went to see Barbie, and you know something is going to happen while you're there.
0: Could you imagine going to see the Barbie movie with John Force and how that would go? That would, I mean, he would talk through the entire thing.
1: Who knows? You have to have that experience. And Reinhardt, like shame, Reinhardt, right. you, you missed it.
0: I you know what you're right. I probably would go see Barbie movie with John Forrest because I want to hear the commentary that co- he just probably not paying one bit of attention. Why is everything pink? What's going on here? Who's this Ken guy?
1: I I talked to Forrest about it. Oh, okay. I got his review that it was actually very good and that it it, it turns into something that's actually a positive message. Oh, I I got the whole Siskel and Ebert uh, John Forrest review. He gave it two thumbs up. He did. He did give it two thumbs up. What do you think I was doing in that fifty-minute oil down? <laughs>
0: no kidding. By the way, all right, going back to old references, the two thumbs up is definitely an old reference for you know anybody. Like Galvin probably doesn't even know what that is. No, no, no. But like uh, Reinhardt had a couple really good old references this weekend. He he referenced Smokey and the Bandit with uh, that's a uh, that's an attention getter. Yep. And then he had another one that I was like, dude, you were, you were pulling these out from left field. And I love it. Cause you and I, we talk about how our references are completely and totally old we just, we got to pay attention.
1: Self-awareness at very least we've gotten to that phase of the awareness of the old references.
0: Yeah. And we're, and I mean, I kind of like them because then we can just, uh, you know, give it, you know, we can show our age a little bit and then we can give the young whippersnappers you know, a piece of our mind, like, arr, arr, arr. you know what I mean?
1: Oh yeah. The young whippersnappers. They're the worst.
0: They, they need to know Joe. They need to know their history. Like my kids, you know, like they're like, Oh dad, we need uh, you know, play, play, they're playing, you know, top 40 music and all this stuff. I'm like, I don't know what any of that is. So I, when they were little, I, I made them listen to earth, wind and fire. I made them listen to James Brown. They had yeah. to listen. They had to grow Classic. up listening listen to stuff. Michael Jackson. We got them a record player, like one of the little, Box record players one year for Christmas. The albums we got them were the Beatles White album and then uh Led Zeppelin four. I was like, dude, you're we need to get the lead out. What are we talking about? And then the best part was I go, Yeah, go ahead, play your record. And uh (laughs) they couldn't figure out how the record player worked, and I had to show them, and that was that just kind of made me giggle because my little uh, nephew
1: just got his first record player as well, and I was real proud of him that he got a record player. But yes, vinyl. It's kind of an interesting deal. You gotta go through all this stuff. You know, how do you skip to the next song? Uh, it's it's not tough. easy. It's not no. Easy. How do we get oh.
2: on the topic of vinyl? My phone overheats one time, and we're talking about vinyl.
1: We were talking
0: about old references. We
1: talk about the cool stuff when uh, you're gone. Yeah, old I references like lost on
0: younger viewers. Yeah. yeah, count me in.
1: Well, you know, I was—I uh, forget where I was. Uh, maybe it was at the World Series of Pro Mod, and a couple of younger lady racers. You know, let's call them 1920 came up to the tower, and I heard them complaining about you, Jason Logan,
0: of course, playing
1: young MC and their dad was into it. And they're like, that's my dad's music. I don't listen to that. And I would have loved to have been able to ask them, okay, what, what is, uh, what's hot? Like, what do you guys want to hear? I think that's very important to keep the, uh, the, the cutting edge of the youth going in our music. But what is it is the question. I got my ear to the ground. I'm gotta, uh, up on current things.
0: Listen, they know like if you like Drake, then you like Young MC. It, it, it that bothers me at, at, at events like that. I go and play, you know, like like uh, this group are only only gonna dance to this. It, like it's all got a beat. It's all good.
1: Yeah, Heiner says you guys are old. Yeah,
0: we okay. are. You Great know what bother, you know what bothers me? Kettle. You know what bothers
2: me? Modern day music. Modern day music bothers me. Very simple.
0: And, Monica, I don't get on the Taylor Swift bandwagon. I, that's stuff I can't even listen to. You I mean, should, though.
1: You really should.
0: No, it's good. But, like, uh, in the zoo, somebody cornered Hannah, which is great, by the way. I love watching people, uh, th- this year especially. Like, we all have our groups of people that like us and the people that don't like us. And uh, Hannah got cornered by some Hannah fans. And uh, they were like, I could hear this guy talking, and all of a sudden I hear my name. And I'm like, oh, here we go. So my ears perk up. I stopped listening to whatever's going on over there. She goes, yeah, what's up with that Jason guy? He plays all this rap music. I hate that stuff. And he looks over and he goes, oh, he's right there. That's awesome. (laughs) And I was like, hey, man, you tell me you don't like my music. Guess what? I'm bringing it back even harder. That's why I play. You know, I play some stuff that I probably shouldn't play out there. But 50
1: years of hip hop, man. This is the 50th anniversary of the birth of hip hop. It's yeah. something that should be celebrated, maybe even more so than it already is.
0: Yes. Yes. But listen, I play rock. I play country. We play all kinds of stupid stuff out there. Oh, so here we it, go. It's music Jason Logan,
1: everybody. musical rant coming at you.
0: Listen, don't even. We I'll play, give We it.
2: play Look, we play it's Rain and Tacos. Okay. You
1: know? Yeah. So, I'm
0: getting really good at I just downloaded a uh, TikTok song that's like the number 1 song in the country right now single. Oh, it's so good. I wish I could play it right here, but I can't. It's a TikTok but, song? Yeah, it's a TikTok song. Guy got famous on TikTok from it.
1: Yeah, that's where they find the Joe, music.
0: Joe, do you TikTok?
1: Not really. WFO Radio yeah. has a TikTok. I, I I there's there's redeeming value in some of the TikToks. I just can't get past the connection to the Chinese. China, thing. yeah, can't do it. High five! Yeah, I I, I know can't. it's like it's one of the other things that uh, people get angry at me about, is uh, you know thinking about that stuff. But no, man, I'm not giving them my data. But I did. But I just don't spend a lot of time on it.
0: You should. It's really good. Like last night, I woke up at like five in the morning or this morning. And I couldn't go back to sleep. Tick-tock, 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 till about 7, and I fell back Oh, this asleep.
1: is so great. Like, exactly. You're just promoting addiction to something. Like, isn't this great? Look, yeah. I just... <laughs>
0: um, but, yeah. All right, so there's all that stuff. All right, so let's talk about indie the big go, because we're getting ready to go into that one. Galvin, you're racing at it. Uh, I'm kind of excited. I mean, I, I well, need wait you a second. Go... Can yeah. I,
1: you know, before yeah. we get to indie. Okay. Maybe you should mention the tremendous moment that's going to be happening on wfo tomorrow
0: oh sure go ahead at
1: 3 p.m eastern time
0: so you're having the uh i can't say
1: exactly what it is going to be and neither should you
0: i won't say it but you're you're going to have antron brown on right
1: well he did win the race yep and so we'll just leave it at that
2: oh oh wait i so so this is news to me that joe i didn't realize that joe had the inside scoop to make this announcement tomorrow
1: the historic uh yeah, Antron Brown is going to be on WFO at 3 o'clock. I suggest everybody check it out. He may have there, some interesting things to talk about.
2: It, there, there's, there's a rumor floating around in my world, Joe, that, uh, that there may be stickers on my race car this weekend that also uh, could correspond to the announcement interview, whatever, tomorrow as well. So, Well, I
1: don't like to step on anybody's announcement. And so I yeah. just uh, choose to sit back and... Be surprised like everybody else, like what's going to happen? Who knows, man? Who knows? Hey, all hey, together, the media, they're going to have an announcement. What's it going to be? But I can tell you right after Antron Brown is going to be joining me on WFO radio to answer all questions.
0: Beautiful. We love it. Hey, can we talk, news. Hey, real quick, by the way, can we talk about
2: uh, what before we put a total wrap on Brainerd Monday Nationals? Can we talk about Madison Gordon? running a 5.49 in licensing and an alcohol funny car.
1: Yeah. Thank you you for sending me that video, by the way. That was uh, tremendous.
2: Like, she would have been the number two qualifier at the national event on Sunday. It was her third full pull ever in the car.
1: Well, the patience Uh, it takes to make that gear shift, like just letting it run out, 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 and bam, hitting it. Like, she did such a great job. I think she went a 50 and a 49 in a couple of runs. She ran, uh,
2: she ran, She her her, her half track run was like a 66, which is wild. And then she ran a, a 51 or a 54, a 50 and a 49. I mean, just rock star.
1: Yeah. So. And, and since we're going backwards before we finally move forward, uh, I just want to mention the Scott Palmer deal.
0: Yes. Oh yeah. T's and P's. T's and P's.
1: One of my, uh, well, he's up.
0: He's I know taking pictures and
1: taking selfies now with people. So it's okay. Uh I had someone send me the video. One of my WFO listeners sent me the video. And, uh, you know, there's a little question about whether or whether or not people should want to see the video. And I think we're obligated to see the video. Like there was someone was like, oh, you know, it's disrespectful to post a video for Scott Palmer. And it's like, I don't know about posting it. I certainly haven't posted it. But I shared it with my friends who are drag racing knowledgeable. Like, I think we all have to see that as painful yes. and scary and frightening as it is. And it was to understand what our friend Scott came through. And it's amazing that he came through that. That was nasty. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. If you would have sent me that video and I had no idea it was Scott Palmer. I had no idea he was okay. I would have left that video thinking whoever drove that car is no longer with us. So kudos to the safety stuff the race cars into how well yeah. scott built that car um but it was wild but i'm with you also joe like the only one way-
1: <laughs> that we're gonna hear from you is for you to uh, get better internet
0: <laughs> i love this show so much it is the best
1: what did i bother you about i told you it's like you know you gotta you gotta raise the he's driving it's He's I know. Crazy. He's
0: like, he goes, first off, you got to have a show uh, all the time. And then you got to have better production, which, by the way, Joe, I made a call about better production today.
1: Good job. No, yeah. I, it's like, just got to be reasonable. Uh, let's see who who down there. Scott Malpass, uh, Pickle Rick, says that Wes showed it today on his Wes show. It's Wednesday, it. it's Wednesday. You know, days have gone by. Palmer's up. You should be showing it. Absolutely. I don't know whose YouTube uh, channel that was the one that I saw, unless it was a different one. Um, y- There's
0: no other angle than the one I saw, right? it's just that that i know of yeah i mean uh, yes it that did look pretty hairy palmer
1: is racing at a track where there's one guy with a cell phone it's bizarre um but thank goodness like really like scott palmer is a genuine american hero we're talking about Smokey and the bandit and the bandit and the legend of the bandit well scott palmer is like that guy he's got this crew of people that They'll, they'll do anything for him and he's got all these race cars and he's an amazing character and he's fun yeah. and positive and he just went through a nasty one man and so well know, and, and and here's, so, here's something
0: it. else too that we you and i ta- i we, i don't know if you take this for granted but sometimes i take this for granted when i saw the video i'm like going Where's the, where's the other shot? I need to see it from uh, top end. I need to see the top end uh, run. Well, this guy is
1: driving into the night. It's total right. darkness down there. And yes. all of a sudden, beyond the finish line, it's an eighth-mile track, so, you know, calculate it. It's just a massive fireball. Fire... It yeah. looks like the Trinity test. And it just keeps getting bigger and bigger, and then you hear the car is rolling, but you can't see it. Right, well, I'm with you, but I don't think – Right, no, where's but... our – yeah
0: that's what we forget it's like because we are the big uh the big show i mean the big national events we have multiple camera angles we have fox sports out there so you forget that you're like i was like what who's gonna who's gonna give me this uh uh, top end view because because i i mean as sick as that is i kind of wanted to see what happened what what, would really happen but uh but yeah um yeah, I'm yeah glad he's he,
1: on board uh these guys are yeah. saying monica and and uh Rick are saying that there's an on on board from a gopro i'll go check that out too i haven't i've yet to see that uh,
0: i don't need to see all that though but uh now that i've i've ranted about it but um all right so anyways i guess galvin's having some major issues with yeah he's uh,
1: blaming the uh stream yard. yeah you can't blame streamyard.
0: um all right so let's talk about indy See, he's not here here's the thing too i i hope galvin he's talking about putting stickers on his car You've got WFO stickers. I personally purchased FIA stickers. Thank that you. If- and everybody
1: is commenting, by the way, all my friends at home are commenting that you are a genuine friend for posting the stickers. So thank you. Of
0: course. Me. Listen, hey, if I see you, I will get you a sticker. Um, you you a sticker. But you Jason you. Galvin, uh, is there any chance you. we get, life drag, chance. get, life to get a uh, Life's a Drag stickers on your car? On your car. In Indy. In, in. do, them- in in, 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 do you have them made already? Nope. But I'm saying, do already? you know how that works?
2: Can we can we can we get them made before thursday next and We, we guys really don't know how to do fly. this do you like this no, is the I thing. Do. I'll, you guys
1: are like little baby boy. birds like trying to birds fly birds it's like hey, hey, hey out, out there in the stickers. audience these guys need some the stickers artwork. they've, they've got, got the artwork who can do it who wants to help these guys as they try to fly and the answer is someone is going to reach out to you a virtual producer and offer to help you guys with your sticker problem how big do you want the sticker there jason galvin
0: it's I don't know to Jason Logan's big. the one who wants to put it on the big. race car. Why not? This is your, show too. This is your no, show too. No,
2: not that big. Not that big. We have we have pain sponsors, folks. Pain sponsors.
0: Look, like it could be that Look, big. Just a little circular one like that, that would be big. great. Yeah.
2: We could put one right next to my name on on I'm each door. Not each, like
0: not door. I'm not saying we need one like that. Yeah, that's probably too big. It's you could
1: a also what is it in um,
0: a, a dragster, each side panel. By the way, Will Smith. By the way, Will Smith. Alcohol. Dragster, my face on it Norwalk. Give it
1: a yeah. In. Why are we getting the echo now? Yeah, all of a sudden, because he
0: out put the, out the out sound out. in the car.
1: Why'd you do that?
0: The sound's been in the car the whole time.
1: Yeah, now it's, it's all, all of a sudden it's gone south.
2: Oh, I'm blaming this on Mobile Streamyard for the record. I'm, I'm blaming it. It on I sent you pictures. Your, oh, pictures.
1: your yeah. failure to hydrate. Yeah, I sent you.
0: All right, so Galvin, you're running your car this week, <laughs> and you're 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 getting tuned up in. In Kentucky, uh, then we're taking it in Kentucky, to Indy. Are we going to go rounds in Indy? Because gotta go seriously, in Indy. I got to have something to cheer for. In your gotta category. God, hope so.
1: This guy's winning After it, guys. guys. Right I'm telling it. I'm making the call Galvin right here. Galvin is winning the deal because Galvin of his bum hand. Of his... He's got this problem. He was trying to explain how he lets go of the button, something like this. I don't really get it, but.
2: Yeah, yeah, Joe had it, yeah
1: right? Like you kind of go like that. I don't, I don't, where'd yeah. you learn that?
2: Yeah. I, self-taught.
1: Really? That's well, how you decide. Was... So, so, so,
2: so here's where that came from. Uh, we had a little issue one year. We were, we were going some rounds at a bracket race in Vegas and, um, uh, and the way that I was holding the button was perhaps precarious. Um, uh, and I thought I had the button pressed down in, like, the fourth or fifth round. And apparently I didn't have enough leverage on it. And so the trans brake didn't engage. And um, the way that I compensated for that was by switching to the method that you just showed, which I can't even demonstrate because this brace won't allow my fingers to come together. Uh, but, yes, yeah, like that. Yeah. 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 So I just pull back. But that way I knew I had two fingers that could feel the button. So I knew I was on the button, basically.
1: See, I, I you know, like, right hand straight back well Trent this Trent week this, look this week on that this week way. i can
2: tell you i'm going david quadra which is pointer finger because you know we have a
0: digit that's out of out of order
1: so that's why he's winning folks it's going to be out of his comfort zone uh you know Bayer's going to have the car dialed right galvin can actually drive in spite of what uh people might think he's actually got some talent and uh everything is coming together man you're Galvin's going you're- in the winter circle
0: yeah, you're definitely going to the semifinals. Cause if you don't, it'll be a wash for the entire weekend. Semifinals are bust. And then all bets are off. Jason Galvin.
2: Jason, go. let me just tell you this.
0: If I get to race on Monday at the U S
2: nationals,
1: that's a win. It's going to be a part.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. That's all I got to say, right? If you get to race Can on I back Monday, you in, up in a, in a sportsman series class? If you make it to Monday at the U S nationals, um, Life is
0: good. Yeah, you can back, dude. If we if we make it to Monday, you can back
1: me up. You it, cannot uh, back it, him you, up. No one can back up super comp cars. That's well, not then that's I'll, true.
0: can I can I can I brush your tires off the back? You, you can pull that. me into the beams.
1: Ooh, you you yes. cannot pull him in the beams. You're not allowed not. to do that. That <laughs> would be humiliating to Jason Galvin. to, to <laughs> anybody putting him in, in the beams, nobody puts a super comp car in the beams. And if you have I'll someone put, putting you in I'll, the beams, that's a problem.
0: I'll wear hot pants, and I will come out there with some boots i will do the whole thing man just stand behind
1: the car like that that's good enough
0: No, i want to i want to be a part of his world hey by the way if you're there i'll be i'm gonna be back behind that car joe costello can't say he would do that i will though
1: we will be on the mic man we'll be calling i was just
0: gonna say joe costello will be on the microphone that's why he can't do it that's why i'm the only one and when you win, I'm to like, oh, go, that's my roommate.
1: Dude, that's I can't wait. Friend. I can't wait. If you beat anybody and I'm the mic, I, I and I'm on the mic, I'm gonna be like, and you have been galvanated. Right? I'm
0: galvanized. <laughs> how about galvanized? And I'll play galvanized. Oh, zero, that's it. Oh, dun, dun, dun. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, that is his theme song. Motherfucker. Oh, joke is still that's good. All right, so Joe, tell everybody what we're looking, uh, how exciting, and all the fun stuff that's going to be happening with some call-outs and everything like that. Get us all hyped up, Joe, because this is what you do best. You get excited for a big race.
1: Go! OK, as when I came on, you said, you know, I'm I'm big and I don't need you don't need an introduction, right? This is the U.S. Nationals. You don't need you shouldn't need to tell people how great it is. But since we're hoping that people will bring first timers out there to the biggest, right. most significant, most important drag race on the planet, i.e. the Indy 500, the Daytona 500, the biggest, best things in whatever you like. That's what this is for drag racing. It right. is the biggest. It's going to be 900 competitors. It's going to start on Wednesday. It's going to end on Monday. There's countless of events within the event: the Dodge Hemi Challenge, uh, factory stock showdown, class eliminations in stock and super stock, which just by themselves are a huge accomplishment for all of those racers and awesome to watch. But we'll have the funny car call out. Ron Capps is the. Uh, points leader, as I understand it, I don't know, we're gonna have to double check, but I think caps gets to call out uh, the competition. We'll see. I believe we're gonna have the final too fast two tasties, Galvin, is that true? We got uh, in in Pro stock and yes. uh, yep, that final yes. Race
0: that, yes, with with even more uh, money on
2: the line than usual. So, so Why, by the
0: way, let me ask you this question, if the winner of the too fast too Tasty, they get points and money, and there's gonna be more money. Do they get points and a half, half, like way more points for winning this one? I don't no, know. My, no, my my understanding hmm. is the
2: points for too fast are unchanged, but there will be extra okay. money, and then obviously the race itself pays points and a half, so that could dr- drastically alter your starting position in the countdown, uh, which could obviously uh, play a big deal. Remember last year? Um, I, I I think it's often easy to forget that last year. Had Austin Proc just started the championship chase in like sixth, he would have won the championship in top field, but he started ninth or 10th and only only got up to third. Saw, and Antron, too. No,
1: started out like 11th yeah. or 12th uh, or 13th. Yeah. Let me ask you guys a question since you know we're getting people excited, but I do want to take a little bit of an informal poll. I have been asking other people, and I would like to ask you guys both, um, this, what people call the participation trophy – aspect of the countdown where everybody makes it as long as you show up to the races is the time for that now over. Should we send yes. a big sponsor home and tell them, no, you're not in the countdown. Cause in this case, it would be Skag and uh, Coletta air possibly. Uh, are you really willing to tell those teams that they're not in the playoff because they didn't make in the top 10 and tell them they're out. It seems like everybody is clamoring for that, but I want to, I want everybody to reveal their opinions.
0: I feel that uh, if you're not in the top 10, you just don't get to, you, you got to be in the top 10. I understand their sponsors. I understand sponsors. Okay. I understand, I understand there's things like that, but when you have 14 people or 14 cars in the, in the countdown, just because you showed up to all of them, that doesn't, I mean, is that watering down the whole thing? They're going to get TV coverage no matter what. Is that really what we're talking about? is TV coverage? or
1: Galvin, what about you?
0: yeah, i i I don't like the uh, everybody gets informed.
1: Okay, so nobody likes uh, it, except it is the case. Nobody seems to like it. I have not encountered one person, one driver, one team. The ones Austin Prock himself called it the participation award. They're all calling it the participation award. But no one has rejected it, Notice that. No one has said, you know what? We're 14th. We have elected to not participate in the countdown (laughs) because we don't feel like we deserve it, right? Nobody says that. And I really believe that this is the kind of thing that in the future, the second they change it, and one of the big teams misses it, they're going to bellyache big time.
0: Well, yeah, that's the nature of the of of everybody. That's yeah. what happens.
1: Well, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm okay with dumping it next year too. And I just want to be on the record. I, I, honestly, it I was think a, a lot of
0: people, a lot of people thought that it
2: was dumped this year. I think that's my belief, at least the way that it was talked about early in the year by some of the drivers. Oh, we got to make sure. I, I mean, I remember Clay Milliken after he won Chicago. was oh, so big. It's going to put us top ten in points. Like. You know, I think many of the drivers, frankly, had no idea that, um, that it hadn't been dumped. I think everybody thought it was a COVID deal, and obviously COVID's over, and we're back to kind of normal society to an extent, and I think everybody just thought it disappeared until, like, I don't know, it was probably Norwalk it was the first time that anybody was like, hey, you know that, like, everybody gets in if they showed up to every race, right? And then everybody kind of
0: went, oh, okay.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. You got Langdon and Schumacher on the outside, and Top Fuel. They're they're going to both be in, um, and get advantage of of the reset. Um, you know, both of those guys. Like, is the playoff better or worse, Langdon? You know, are are they going to go on a run? Who knows? In uh, in Funny Car, it's kind of not applicable. It's basically Blake Alexander trying to get in. If he knocks Cruz Pedragon out, there's no penalty for Cruz. There's no penalty. Cruz gets knocked out. Guess what? He's been at all the races. Doesn't really matter. Not a big deal. Well, Alex,
2: I think Alex Laughlin's been to every race, right? He's behind the so he's going to be. Yeah, so Alex will get in, even though, you know, he's way back there in points. That's
1: that's the point. A a pro stock, you know, you got Bo Butner, you got Jerry Tucker, um, the two racers who have really, they're on the outside. Christian Quadras on the inside. Should those guys not be part of the playoff? Right, like, what would it mean for Bo and Jerry to not make the playoff? But Mason McGehee is going to be in there. Fernando Quadra is going to be in there. Christian Chris McGehee, all the way back to 16th. You're going to have 16 cars in the Pro Stock countdown, according to my understanding of the rules. That's a lot, man. That's a lot.
0: That's a lot, Joe. I mean, look, I, I, you know, you're making the the sponsor argument.
1: argument.
2: You're making the sponsor argument, but like, I mean, it's I mean, should NASCAR put Chase Elliott in because because NASCAR's going to get mad, like or should Chase Elliott have won a race before now, you know, and then maybe well, not gone snowboarding, broke his leg and then got suspended. You know, I mean,
1: like exactly. And that's sorry. the thing. It needs to be discussed. Right. But you can't have people taking both sides of the of the argument at the same time. That's why everybody's got to go on the record here. And so far, I have not heard one person say that the system as it is, is the right system, not one. And since I'm the guy doing the query, you know, I have yet to take a stand, but I think that by the fact that I'm doing the question, you know where I stand.
0: Yes, we do. Yeah. Yeah. Good query, Joseph. Yeah. proud of you. Good query, Joe. Yeah. Good query. Let's
1: see see if they change it for next year.
0: All right. So when, uh, when Joe, are you getting into uh, Indianapolis?
1: I arrive early Thursday morning. Okay. Early Thursday morning, I will arrive and go straight to the track for the Dodge Power Brokers U.S. Nationals. Super excited about it. And uh, the marathon begins. You know, Brian and those guys are getting in Tuesday. I think they're, you know, they're calling Wednesday of uh, time runs and whatnot. I will be, Galvin, you're going to be in action. Of course, you got Bowling Green this weekend. Go win that one, man. Yeah. We to try.
2: I got I got a bone to pick with Bowling Green from last year. I thought we were winning it last year. We got down to five cars, and um, I, I got a look I wasn't used to, and uh, and I was late reacting to it, and it was my. can fault. you
1: be used so, to any look uh, r- racing as infrequently as you do?
2: Um, also very fair, but you know, I, believe it or not, I make like a million runs in my head. Um, I think that's one of the advantages of announcing. Like I. I I try to like stick myself in a seat. Actually, I, I had this MRI in my hand earlier this week, and it turns out your hand MRI is like the longest MRI you can get, which was news to me. So I had to sit there for like 40 minutes, face first in pillows, like I was trying to suffocate myself. And I literally just made run after run from each lane of each track for the next two weeks with a million different looks. Here's what it should look like if they're faster, here's what it should look like if they're slower. It should look like if I leave first, if they leave first. I mean, I probably made, like, every scenario possible sitting in an MRI, too. So I I feel like I should be more prepared, and maybe that's uh, blind ignorance on my behalf or uh, expectations or whatever. But, yeah, I'm still upset about the look last year. Derek Denny. Derek Denny. I even knew what he was going to do. I had it planned out, and uh, it still caught me off guard, which is probably
0: why I'm frustrated about it
1: yeah so, he's a year later he's still thinking about it
0: he is totally look at him look at, look him, at that look right
1: it. that was the look <laughs> <of him. laughs>
0: i love this show so much all right so i get in on thursday it's going to be good hey the yes program's coming back oh hey, yes program. friday morning friday morning yes
1: there's going to be a couple yes. of total seal trackside yes. tech talks as well since we're doing the shameless plugs uh total seal trackside tech talk if you want to learn about ring seal and why it's important thanks to the folks at total seal head on down to hartford's pit just uh get on the interwebs and look for the schedule or listen to us and uh we'll let you know i will certainly yeah, um, yeah we're gonna tech have talk. friday tech night Steel we're gonna out.
2: have chase van sant at uh, at just the basics i thought just the basics was really good with austin proc last week even though i was eight minutes late uh he told my uncle i was 12 it was really eight that's ridiculous
1: um, you were late but, uh, for your own bit.
2: Totally late. Re- but, yeah. You were late well, for your own bit. Look, look, Joe. Part of the part of that reason is because you were off being a big TV star. Okay. That, so there you know, was a
0: rib involved. There was a pork rib involved.
2: Something like that. Yeah. Uh, but uh, but yeah. But uh, Chase Van Zant Friday. Look, I had Chase Van Zant do this with me in Seattle, and uh, and the crowd was sparse because it was Friday and super hot. But uh, but. If you don't know Chase Van Sant, you should come hang out
0: with him. because He's a cool dude. He is a cool dude. I, I had I had him on my Ten Questions with Jason. Now that we're all promoting our bits, uh, and I'll just give you a heads up. I, I have uh, I believe I have Tim Wilkerson uh, on Friday or Saturday. I, I don't know what day. Oh, okay, it. I have Tim Wilkerson. But here's the deal. I had Dallas Glenn in uh, this past week. He won.
1: He won the race.
0: I had Justin Ashley at the beginning. This dude's killing the world. He won the race. Okay. I know, I, what I'm saying is, you come talk to me on Friday. You got a good shot at this thing.
2: All right. So I'm putting my money on Wilk this weekend. Got will. it. Next weekend. That's it.
1: Yeah, but who is going to win the U.S. Nationals?
2: Oh. Right, should we do that? that? Should we make or Should we make our early picks now?
1: Are you going to do another show? Okay. I don't like to pick at all. My, my point of asking that is I have no clue. Like, it's wide open. I don't feel like okay. Justin Ashley has to be a little bit of a favorite in uh, in Top Fuel because he's won five races. But really, though, it's wide open.
0: Wide open.
1: There's no favorite.
2: I agree. I I, it's I think it's too early to even start thinking about that too because if you have you looked at the weather forecast, it's kind of all over the place for those.
1: How about Gage? Gage is the safest. Oh, okay. Gage is odds on to win. You're really.
2: You're really stepping out there, Joe. Yeah, yeah well, that's go. why I
1: said, that's why I said odds on. He's a, he's an odds on favorite to win the big go. It's like Gage or the field. Who would you take there, Galvin? Gage, yeah. Gage, no I question. So. I don't know, I, man. He,
0: it's a, they've all been off a couple of weeks. Who knows? Maybe Gage or the to do
1: field, stuff. Jason Logan. That's the bet.
0: I'm taking the field.
1: Okay, I I think that's very interesting. Gage or the <laughs> yeah. field? I like the Answer it. in the chat. Gage there's Herrera for the field to win Indy. By
2: the way, like- can I tell you? Can I? Can I? Can I tell you the the one class that I am actually most uh, most intrigued by? I mean, look, Indy is Indy, right? So it's the big go, and you win; it's the greatest thing in the world, and all of that. But like the one class that I am going to be super zoned in on when we get to Indy, uh, ProMod is ProMod got turned upside down last weekend. Like ProMod is jacked right now. I'm super excited about this whole road to the championship deal they did and the way they reset their points. And it's, it's kind of out of control.
1: Well, you had Callan Abelushi and Justin Bond, both with one tenth reaction times and took themselves out. They still got very fast cars, but why is the question? Was it just, they just missed a tree in this random situation or did they feel the moment? And it is my belief that, it's hard to not feel that moment. You've reset the points. You're running for a championship. Tell me all day long. It's just like any other race. It's not.
2: Yeah. And Cal had a dominant car and Justin has had a dominant season and they both kind of cracked first race and Jason Lee who, you know, the car had won a race, but it was the race he missed. Jason Lee shows up having not won a race in his career in a pro mod on the quarter mile. And, took care of business, you know, I, and running, right. Yeah. Yeah. Got, got, got a little Mike cotton lucky, you know, but that's okay. It happens sometimes. Um, but, uh, but yeah. And uh, I don't know what Jason Scruggs plan is and he's obviously not championship eligible and I don't know what happened in the final round with that car, uh, last weekend, but if Jason Scruggs is showing up at the rest of the races, uh, I would be, I would literally be comp eliminator, playing the ladder game. If I was a pro mod, like I I don't want to be on that side of the, let him take out all my championship rivals.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. But see, that's the thing about indie: is every class is interesting. Every one of them, top to bottom. Everything is interesting. Comp eliminator at the big go. You got all those guys coming up for the Brogdon bonus money, all that stuff. Like you have a lot of fast cars, man. It's going to be insanity. Whoever wins, whatever has done something major at the U.S. Nationals. And and that's why, you know, people can say, um, and, and, you know, it's kind of in vogue right now to say that, you know, has lost its luster, and ah, that's because you're old. You know, you've been to 50 of them. You're used to it. It's still amazing for what it is. It's the biggest, most significant drag race on the planet, in the known universe, whatever you want to say. And uh, nothing is going to change that.
0: You're right. Good call, Joe. Well, why don't we just leave it at that, Joe? You've said enough.
1: Okay. Yeah, Joe. All right.
0: You have hyped this Hey, Joe. up. Yeah. Thanks Thanks for joining us, Joe.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I was surprised. that awesome. I, I finally got invited. I, I like the fact that you guys, uh, you waited a while to have me on. You know, we're buds at the track. I could have been an easy first or second guest. I would have said yes. No, you guys went, uh, you went, uh, you know, 10, 12 episodes in. And uh, and then I appear on here, and uh, I had fun. I don't know about you guys, but I felt like it was pretty good.
0: Yeah, we we always have fun hanging out, Joe. Yeah, good times. Joe and I were on the same flight coming back to Charlotte. Oh, and Jason
1: Logan screaming at his seatmate. It was terrible.
0: Freaking, I had about uh, what? He, th- th- this old guy came in with a uh, with a dog, and then he, uh, you know, you know how you don't know where the row is. There's letters and there's numbers and they tell you where your seat is. And they walk past it and they come back. Oh, excuse me, sir. I'm sitting here. And this old guy gets in with a, some stupid dog that started barking on the freaking plane. Uh, I was so upset. And then his wife was sitting right behind and she could not shut her mouth. It was like, yeah, this, this flight seems pretty packed. It's great. And she starts reaching out. Honey, is everything okay? I'm like, oh my God, shut the F
1: up. This guy was tuned up. And uh, I think I had an encounter with the same guy because I'm in <laughs> seat uh, 8C. You know, like I'm on the aisle in the first row that's not first class. where you can see first class where the other half lives, but you're not in there, right? But, like, my feet are in there, so I feel a little more special than everybody that's behind me. And the guy, look, he looks at me and he goes, uh, is this C? It's like, I'm, I'm in my seat. Like, no, but I just want to know if this gets written right here, sir. See yeah. this see. right here and over there? That's where it's indicated on the plane where you can see which seat corresponds to the letter on your ticket.
0: Yeah. And so- on the on the Airbus 321 in row 10, A, B, and C, that's where they keep the uh, the um, the medical crap or, you know, things like that and all that. Well, he decided he needed the thing. The bin was closed. He needed to open it, put his backpack in there. And then here comes the flight attendant who was a little bossy. She goes, um, really? Whose backpack is this? And she goes, he, he goes, Oh, it's mine. And she goes, The reason why the thing was closer, because we have all the emergency stuff in there, sir. And you can't put your bag in there, sir. I was like, Oh, yeah, here we go.
1: You got in trouble. We got, we were both very aggravated at the conclusion of our Minneapolis to Charlotte flight. Yes. But um, we had like a three hour layover.
0: Yeah, Charlotte. Mine was
1: four and a Whoa. half hours. This was three hours. And so we solved all problems.
0: Yeah, we made things happen. I- we had a we had a Bloody Mary, and everything was okay.
1: Multiple doubles. A Bloody Mary?
0: Yeah,
1: yeah well. multiple doubles. It was great. Yeah. yeah. Joe, looked, yeah.
0: Joe looked at his bill. He goes, oh, my God. How much did I spend on two Bloody Mary?
1: What did you do? Break a window? <laughs> I tried <laughs> to go in the Admirals Club, no, it's, and it was like going into a third-world country.
2: This is for the 800th time that I'm going to tell, tell you this is why the Admirals Club sucks, and you guys need to be Delta Flyers. Okay, stop the
1: Delta I have talked to Dude, a lot I, of Delta Flyers. They're all uh-huh. complaining to its public transit and its uh, mass airline Look, traffic. Hey, listen, this I got off the plane to today.
2: I got off the plane in Atlanta. Yeah. I had a 40, 43 minutes until takeoff for my other flight. I had 11 minutes till boarding, went into the Sky Club, had roasted chicken with mac and cheese and veggies and an old fashioned and paid zero dollars.
1: Well, that's great. Good for you. Uh, I'm just picturing
0: how fast you ate that to get to your plane.
1: That you you to put it you. in his bag. Look, you can tell. Fortunately, me for, actually,
0: fortunately,
2: I landed at gate A15. The Sky Club was at A17, and my indie flight was at A25. So it worked out. Really oh, okay, well. you're good. But, yes, you're good. Yeah.
1: Delta oh. left those people on the tarmac for like six hours the other day. They were. It was a hundred. They would have never kilometers. done that if
2: I was on the plane, Joe. Man. Never done it, it, It's because there were no platinum. There
0: were no platinum medallion members on that flight. That's why.
1: Okay. Oh, is that the Delta policy? Is that they're going to let the. I, Red You North know
0: what? There? I I guarantee you, Jason Galvin's 1000% correct on that.
1: There was no people. Who's on this flight? Uh, there's no platinum people. All right, let them burn. <laughs> yeah. That's Bro, it. Locked. That's the way they're it. Scourge, like on the Titanic. <laughs> Sorry, people. We're going to leave this cane locked. Yeah, you guys yeah. upstairs, right. you know, there's. There's some people in uh, first class that are going to slowly get on the lifeboats. Uh, yeah. You guys will be down here. <laughs> don't worry. It'll be fine.
0: Oh, I love it. All right. We've taken way uh, too much of your time, Joe Costello. Yeah, thank, thank you very so much, much, guys.
1: I appreciate you guys Joe inviting Cistello, me in on this. Cool.
0: a national treasure. And again, yes, he is. Go, just make sure you get the fire t-shirt. The fire! Yes. Everybody can get it. It's in the chat. It's in the comments. You can go there. Get it and make sure. And we'll all have a fire day, and we'll all wear them at the track before the end of the season, okay? I love it. I love
1: it. Oh, that right. be great. That'd all be right, guys. Nice later.
0: Goodbye, Joseph. Good, we'll God's see you speed. later. All Good. right, Jason Calvin. You don't understand right. how he was yelling at me and that bar. Like, you guys never have me on this show. What the hell is going on? You two need I that was, Okay, I was wondering where that came from
2: because you hit me up and you're like, let's have Joe on. And I was like, that's a random (laughs) suggestion, but yeah, sure, it sounds great. Honestly, I I actually, I would not be opposed to some sort of uh, WFO, Life's a Drag collab deal where like once a month we have Joe Costello on type of deal. I I think
0: that would be good. Joe, what do you think?
1: As if you guys do your show consistently enough for that to happen. All
0: right, see, that's the negativity we don't need. Yeah, there's Joe (laughs) Costello. What do you mean that's if we do it That's the real Joe Costello coming out right there. I'm the passive aggressive Joe Costello, you need me we more have, than I need we you. Have,
1: Tough we work. have pretty
0: consistently – We've pretty consistently done done
2: at least two shows a month.
1: I want you to be successful, guys. You got to be successful. You guys are doing this. Everybody thought you were going to fail. They were all saying behind the scenes you wouldn't make it past week three. There it is, and by everybody
2: and by everybody we mean the guy who's our who's our guest on week
0: twelve. Yeah,
1: that's not true. I I had your back the whole time. How dare you? How
0: dare you? Get me out of here. All right, goodbye, Joe. (laughs) All right, Galvin. Hey. Do well this weekend, because I want you to be in peak physical form for Indy. We're going to be there. We're going to be there. I'll see you next week. No bad looks. No bad looks. I'm kicking him out because he's in a car. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to our, our shenanigans and our hooliganism. It was fun, and we're glad that Joe Costello showed up to have fun with us. Before we actually get in the vehicles... Get on the plane to get to Indy. And if not, we'll see you guys there. Have a great night.